For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch from the Home Depot. Now, three bags for just nine bucks. It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden, not to mention your spring. Bring on spring color with Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch. Three bags, nine bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 60 per customer. Color selection varies by store. Good morning. So this is the, uh, I didn't take your musical recommendations. I was just filling this song. Good morning, everybody. (laughs) Oh, man. Music sounds better with you. Golly, I love this song. What's up, everybody? Live from the heart of Little Italy, San Diego, this is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. I am so excited to have you guys today. Um, man, it is so there's a, as we shared yesterday, there's a lot of stuff happening and I'm, I'm playing with different intros and outros and we have all of this really great stuff happening and it's just such a blessing because little by little the pieces fit to where this is becoming, the show's evolving and we're adding assets and different things like that. And, and it's a lot of fun because it's something that I take great pride in. And look, I mean, straight up, been very, very limited on resources and what we've been able to put together. Um, and, but it's coming together. We are being heard right now globally on the Edge Radio Spreaker. And, of course, seen with our lovely Facebook Live audience. Uh, I love you guys. Good morning. Great to see you. Um, this is going to be uh, this is going to be a great show. I, we've when honestly, we've really not had too many bad shows <laughs> as we figure all this out. Um, but today is going to be a great day. We are being heard right now. Uh, we're coming from live from San Diego. I think I've already said that. Um and we are in Live Mono Worldwide Studios. This is, we're, again, we are growing, we're developing, we have new aspirations, new goals, and uh, just blessed to be a part of this journey because it's been fun. And for those of you like Carl uh, that is watching right now on Facebook Live, you, you know when, I, when this started with a phone. And, and if anyone ever tells you, that you can't accomplish something. If, you, if you're ever told that, I don't know why people are messaging me right now. They know we're live, especially the guy that's messaging me. You make all the pictures for the show, dude. The show started already, Steven. What are you doing, man? Anyway, <laughs> I love you, dude. I love you, but quit messaging me. We're on the show. We're live on the air. Um, but I just, it's been such a blessing to, I was looking back at episodes as I was uploading all of the interviews that we got started on Spreaker, or I was uploading on Spreaker last night, which we've submitted everything to iHeartRadio. And it is, it's been really fun to see it evolve. I, I've been so blessed to have so many amazing people um, come on the show to be interviewed. And it, it just means a lot. Like I want to go back now that there's a microphone and the, and your things are getting improving. 
I want to go back and interview a lot of you guys because because of technical difficulties, your message may not have been heard the way it should. So it's very important to me. If you guys have been on the show before, let's get you back on so we can share your message again and do it in a different way, uh, better audio quality, and and again, in a, in a bigger audience, because this is about getting your message heard. This is not about me and my, you know, <laughs> whatever comes out of my mouth. This is about you guys. And um, I want to give a shout out real quick again to the um, the Edge Radio Network. Thank you guys so much for your support. And of course, good morning you, uh, to the Facebook audience. You can join us at Joshua T. Berglund or Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. Um, give a shout out real quick to our Facebook audience. Mary Sterling, Ivan, great to see you. Cindy, great to see you. Donna, great to see you. Uh, Brian Mount, good to see you, my friend. Old golfing buddy. Wow. Um, golly, good morning. What a beautiful crowd this morning. Um, guys, we have a great guest today, and I think um, I don't typically beg for shares or likes or any of that stuff because I don't want to distract from the message. But if you would share the video, um, let's get this going because we have an amazing guest. Um, and it's so funny. I asked him this morning how you pronounce his last name because I am so bad. And I've had, I've had dyslexic fits all morning long. And I got close. I guess I guess kind of close. But um, I'm really, really excited to um, to have our next guest. Jamie is – hold on. Noodleman. Noodleman. Jamie Noodleman. I did it. Yeah, he's smiling at me. I'm going to read you his bio real quick because I always forget. The Facebook audience can see everything that we're doing, um, but the radio audience cannot. So I'm going to read you his bio real quick. This is impressive stuff. And I, I got to do better at this. And, guys, I'm learning as you come on the show – I'm going to do a lot better job of reading this. But on today's show, we have Jamie Noodleman, an international wellness authority and online coach. Uh, He's the founder of MyExecutiveTrainer.com, where he helps busy entrepreneurs boost focus and productivity using health and fitness and transformational mechanisms. His massively, massively successful project, My My Executive Trainer Podcast, has over 25 episodes and three seasons due to popular demand. Man, that's impressive. He is the author of a new book called Transformational Awakening. Noodleman has been a professional in the fitness industry for over 10 years, focusing on private one-on-one consulting, modeling, empowering his clients to lose weight using all forms of diets. Jamie's breakthrough for, for a pillar system allows entrepreneurial men and women to achieve peak performance with relative ease yet profound results. Jamie's love for fitness and holistic health comes from the desire to live the best possible lifestyle while causing a sense of harmony on the inside. Jamie lives in Toronto, Canada, where he enjoys getting out in nature and sharing moments with his most dedicated clients and family. So, want to give a shout out to to Soco Cannabis Creations. Thank you guys for your support. Go to sococanna.com. Use promo Live Mana to save 10% and get free shipping. All right, let's get into this guys. Good morning everybody. Again, the Edge Radio Network. Thank you guys so much for your support. Facebook Live, I love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. Get your questions ready. This guy is a stud. Ladies, keep your skirts on. I'm it's <laughs> that was inappropriate. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, you're killing me. You're All killing right. me. Ladies, <laughs> calm down. Calm down, ladies. Calm down. All right. My man, what's up? 
Hey, hey, what's happening? Dude, that was hilarious. That was <laughs> you really do have the voice. You have the voice. You know, you have the is. voice too, man. Um, and you have the, voice. the microphone. Dude, yes. Welcome microphone. to Thank you. Attitude. It's so great to have you finally, man. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, reached out to you. We talked a little bit, and then we got this all started. And you know, now we're here talking. We're talking about everything. It's Health, a, fitness, everything. It's awesome. Well, the first thing, man, um, that we do on this show, the only scripted question ever is, what are you grateful for today, Jamie? You know what? Honestly, I'm grateful that I'm alive because you can literally die tomorrow. Or now. And that means everything that you've done to this point is the end. And I talk about this a lot and have in past live streams that, you know, you need to do everything you can right now. And you just got to do it without fear of judgment, without victim, uh, victim, victim mentality of the mindset where you put yourself in a position where you feel horrible. And then you can just live the best possible lifestyle, as the bio says. <laughs> so have you yeah. always been built like a Greek god or is it just, you know, is it genetics? <laughs> what is it, man? Or is it just straight discipline and diet? It's all that. I'm going to tell you right now, it's everything. Um, all of that plays a big role in the way you're built, the way you train, the way you uh, experience uh, movement, the way you eat, the way you sleep, the way you live. Um, all that, all that jazz. Uh, it's, it comes down to every single piece of the puzzle. And you have to combine it. You have to play with it. You have to test things. And you have to break things, unfortunately. Um, more <laughs> like that's like the best thing because you learn about yourself. You learn about your body. I love that, man. So I want to ask you something too, because I want to get into the four pillar system that you've you've created. Mm -hmm. I want to get into your book, um, but I want to ask you: What is your feeling about pre workout supplements, uh, pro hormones, testosterone? What is your feeling about all that stuff? I think there's nothing wrong with a little bit of experimentation. Um, I've done things myself. Don't know if we'll go into that here. Um, not on that spectrum, but on a different realm. And sure. a lot of entrepreneurs tend to do this. It's pretty popular. I won't speak about it yet. But um, I think the use of drugs, in a sense, like steroids, which is what you're referring to, um, to enhance and give you an unfair advantage, there's nothing wrong with it. The right. industry judges us for it. And we get a bad rep because people who take it like to sell you things that they necessarily didn't use to make a quick buck. And then it's consistent manipulation. Um, I feel it's okay. I have many friends who tamper. They play around. They test. Um, and it brings them a lot more joy in the sense that they're able to train better, feel better, and enhance their performance. Um, I personally don't use it because I'm all about holistic health. I health hack and um, biohack, essentially, with a similar term. And I feel like putting those substances in my system is not going to benefit me at this point. Maybe when I'm a little older, when things start to decrease. But right now, being 26, I think I'm still uh, in the prime sweet spot. You know, one of the... Um... I started when I was, golly, uh, some of the people that I went to high school with that are going to be on here, I'm sure. Um, yes. We <laughs> we used to take these things called mini thins, and I, I don't they're way they're way beyond your time or before your time. Um, but they were like suedo veteran tablets, and the government shut it down because people were using it to basically make meth, mm -hmm. and. But we were taking that at such an early age. We would take them before football games. We would take them <laughs> to before we went out. And for a long time, I was constantly abusing my adrenal glands. And mm -hmm. I, I just where I was constantly zapped. 
And then for a while, I actually thought, I didn't know it was adrenal fatigue. I thought it was testosterone, um, a testosterone issue. So of course, then I started taking a bunch of testosterone supplements and completely just whacked out my system. Of course, all the other things that I was doing to abuse my body didn't help either. But how familiar are you with adrenal health? Well, it's funny because one of my biggest projects and clients of 2017 was, you know, near the final stages of adrenal fatigue, which just knocks you dead. Wow. And you know what I mean? Like you mentioned uh, the con- like the term mini things like uh, methamphet- uh, methamphetamine. A lot of that stuff has been found in pre-workout supplements that you asked about earlier. There's been so right. many that have been banned because the substances are not on the label. You know, you look at any supplement in the market and if it's not scanned or is checked by the FDA or regulated, you can essentially white label and sell anything. And if you want to be unethical, you can put stuff in there. It's been found steroid, uh, steroid product, or, you know, I don't want to call it in whey proteins. It's been done. It's been found before. Um, but when you're asking about uh, adrenal fatigue, really that just is a disaster because you've overworked yourself. And, right. you know, given who I work with, it's pretty common because we're used to these, you know, hashtag hustle, hashtag grind, um, <laughs> ignore sleep. We're robotic. You know, we're becoming cyborgs, you know, augment reality, all that stuff. And literally there comes a, a tipping point where you realize, whoa, it's a shift where you pivot and you realize I'm actually human. I'm flesh and bone and muscle. And I actually have to start doing something about it because I'm most likely going to die and not be able to live and, you know, create legacy. So that's the big, the, like the big thing on, um, I guess you could say adrenal fatigue, where it all ties into lifestyle. Right. I -hmm. thought, well, and I forgot to mention the point that for a long time, I thought it was low testosterone, but it was adrenal fatigue. Mm -hmm. And I started taking adrenal support supplements and it, it, it revived me. But the problem is, is I run like a thousand miles out all the, I mean, a thousand miles an hour all the time, nonstop until I crash. And I, mm-hmm. and I get up, do it all over again, get up, do it all over again until eventually one day at the, at the end of about a three week period, I completely crash. I'm out of it. I'm moody. I'm cranky and I'm just a mess. What are some tips for the people that believe that they need to grind? They need to get after it. They just need to bust it, never sleep. And I don't need sleep. Sleep's for wimps. And I mean, what do you say? Like, what can the people, what? What do you suggest for people that do work extended hours, for people that do want that extra oomph? What kind of tips can you offer them? Because some people are not going to walk away from caffeine. What can you recommend for those people in in lieu of taking a bunch of nootropics, pre-workouts, basically, you know, legal cocaine? What, what kind of things can people do to give them that extra pep in their step without hurting themselves? Yeah, it's a good question, too, because like I'm drinking coffee right now and, you know, it's it's there's nothing wrong. Like everything we we consume is a drug. Yeah, you have it, too. Right. Like we're, we're used to this. You know, when we don't have caffeine or like, you know, let's let's play it by story. You wake up, you're exhausted. Maybe you were up until 4 a.m. or maybe you went to bed at 10, but you're up at four and you're, you know, you have so much to do on the calendar. You know, I've been here. I used to work as a trainer. I used to. You know, I had my business on the side. I was trying to figure out how to how do I leave the gym? How do I go remote? How do I go and create more freedom and become a coach? I'm working like 50, 60 hours a week. And there's some people who do 80 where they're literally nonstop. Every single hour in the calendar is a step in their protocol. It's basically hacking your life style with systems and strategies. And there's nothing wrong with that. However, the problem is that when you're constantly abusing caffeine 
and you don't know your sensitivity, you don't know your body's genes and DNA and genetics and all these things that you can actually do now, um, it's part of the system we'll talk about soon that I incorporate, you really don't know what you can tolerate. And beyond that, when you're taking pre-workout, when you're taking, you know, when you're tampering with drugs, psychedelics, tons of these fads that everyone's using, which they do have a technical advantage. Um, if you hit the wall and you can't calm down and relax and sleep, which is, you know, in my opinion, the most crucial element, like if you can't get seven, eight hours or at least follow the science behind circadian rhythms um, with science backing that, then you're, you're going to be stacking fatigue on top of yourself. And it will take a long time to reduce that and get back to normal. It's those days where you feel like you're just drained, where you can't be in the flow state. You can't be in the zone um, and you can try to be. And I know it's possible. It's just it feels harder. It feels more difficult. That's the thing that goes on. So to reduce that, some of the things that I started looking at was what kind of uh, natural ingredients can I find in foods and how can I use them to really uh, fix my body? And it's always the default basics. Um, look at your appetite, look at what you're eating and figure out, can this work in my system? Can I use this properly? And how much am I eating? Because for instance, just not to go on a big ramble, you eat too much food, you go out to the buffet, um, you go out with some friends on a, on a weekend, depending on that is, and you feel, um, you get the itis, which is, you know, you feel bloated, you feel exhausted, tired, you feel inflamed. And inflammation is one of the biggest things going on with people because we don't know what we're putting in our bodies. You go to a restaurant, high uses of oil that we don't know about, higher calorie meals. Um, funny enough, here in Canada, they have to start putting um, the calorie uh, counts on our menus. So you look at these diner, or sorry, you go to a diner, you go to a, a higher end restaurant, you look at all these calories, and you're thinking, wow, you know, this meal is like 1,500 calories. If you're a woman trying to lose weight, that's almost your daily calorie intake. So that one meal essentially has given you everything you need in terms of calories, but not the breakdown of macros and furthermore, not the micros. And these are the things that entrepreneurs most likely do want to hear about and don't have time to hear about because they're hustling, they're grinding, they're either on the six figure hamster wheel, they're doing something insane that's taking all their time. And I know it's a ramble here, but it's because I've worked with the guys who have done every single drug, who've taken every single way to increase their um, advantage of being out there and being, you know, omnipresent or relevant in the world. And it's just, they still burn and crash. Yeah. And it still comes back down to the bare bone basics, sleep, eat healthy food, take care of your health. And lastly, exercise. What about water? Um, no, no. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Water is important too, right? Obviously. Um, <laughs> and that's like yeah. the biggest thing that people miss out on. It's, it's funny. If you're not drinking water, that's like the number one issue. It's the small bite approach, very little steps, the micro goals. Wow. Um, really quick, want to give a shout out to the a the Edge Radio Network. Uh, thank you guys so much for your support. And everybody watching right now on Facebook Live, the comments are fantastic already. Everybody has their opinion. Bonnie Shuck, you're hilarious. Um, too much coffee and soda. Oops. And alcohol, she says. <laughs> oh, my God. Glenn What's up, Glenn? Glenn says the coffee has the opposite effect on him. It relaxes uh -huh. him. It makes him go to sleep. Here they I found the comments. <laughs> you guys are just hilarious today. Um, also, guys, I want to give a shout-out really quick. I announced last night a competition that we're going to do on the Marco Polo app. Um, I want you guys to download that app. I do not work for them. They are not a sponsor, but I want you to download the app because we're going to start a contest about you guys videoing yourself it's pretty simple on what you're grateful for, and I want you to send it into the show. Um, so I, I shared that on my wall. I want to do this. I really want to start this competition because I want to see your faces, 
and we're going to play it live on the show. Um, so if you're listening right now on the Edge Radio Network, I want you guys also um, to know that you can join in on the show on Facebook Live so you can see what's going on. You can join in the comments. We do not have a call-in feature yet. Jamie, my man, um, when did you make the decision that you wanted to dedicate your life to making other people look like Greek gods and goddesses? Gods and goddesses. Oh, my God. Um, essentially, well, because I've been a train. Yeah, exactly. The big bicep flex. Um, <laughs> I think you're bigger than I am. That's funny. Um, I'm not being serious here. but like, I'm beefy, you know, it's- man. I'm beefy. <laughs> beefy good. No, because I, 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 because as like my bio says, I've been in the fitness industry for 10 years. I've just been training. I've been following the, the trends, the industry, uh, like the standards of what protocols to follow, testing everything. You know, for a month back in December, I went vegan. I went plant-based. People thought I was nuts. I have friends applauding me. You understand. I'm like, hold on. It's not about the slaughtering of animals. How to bring it up. It's horrible. But my reason is my body comes first. And, you know, if I'm, I look at life like it's a video game. If I'm not stable, the rest of the world's going to consume me. And we'll get into that soon because I have a lot of uh, inspiring topics on generating joy and happiness, which a lot of us really need. (laughs) But I was, you know, when I became a trainer, it was like, Working in a gym is fun. It's it's cool to bring on clients and really work with them to um, see how you can f- not fix their problems, but um, help them see a clearer vision of who they want to be. And a lot of us discount that fact because we don't look at, you know, the, the greatness we can become. Even if we're entrepreneurs, you know, I work remotely now most of my time. And it's like I feel lonely most of the time because I'm always surrounded by myself in my own bubble. I go outside, a little bit of social awkwardness. And it's like, wow, like I do these great things. But there's something wrong. So there's always like a challenge in front of us and being a trainer um, working, you know, I always knew working a 40 hours, uh, 40 hour week schedule as a trainer, at least with clients not happening. You know, I value my time trading uh, hours for dollars. It's, it's not for me. And what ended up happening was I cut it back to 20 to 25 hours while building this business on the side. And when opportunities came and presented itself, I took the, uh, I took advantage. I leaped double my income. I cut my hours in half. I was working more remote. I was traveling more into the city of Toronto, working with um, internet marketers, actually. Funny enough, I was, uh, um, some of your followers might know, um, he was actually in San Diego recently. Uh, Scott Olford from, originally made uh, LeetCraft, now the Relevancy Engine. He um, he was one of my bigger top tier clients who I was working with full time to really get his health in check, to hack his lifestyle, to make sure he can show up to webinars, do his whole thing. But I essentially um, took that to the next level and started working with these entrepreneurs because, you know, to me, they needed to be in the zone and they understood the same things I was starting to realize, which was I like to systemize my life, whether it's walking out from a rack with a bar on your back about the squat, every single legit step, even if you think it's tiny, matters. And entrepreneurs look at it the same way. You know, we hear grind and hustle, as I said earlier, but that means looking at every single thing you do, right. looking at every single step of the process and how you can do it the best possible way. So. Yeah. So, t- so tell me about the uh, the four pillar system. What's that all about? Yeah. So I had this system in place last year and it was a little different. And I was looking at health and vitality. You know, we, we all need our health. And, you know, all of us watching, I'm sure all of you can agree that we all know what we have to do. Even, even I know what I have to do. And we all slack off sometimes. We all we all just make sure. it's not purpose. It's not making excuses on, like, you know, on purpose. It's you know, sometimes you just don't want to do it or you're just not feeling it. And that's totally acceptable. No one's putting a gun to your head. No one's telling you you have to go train six days a week. Um, but lifestyle is a little different than being a hardcore fitness addict where 
you're training for competitions, you're training for diets and doing all these things. You know, I did a photo shoot last year um, that took three and a half months of my time and just doing cardio every morning and eating a certain diet. It's hard. I spent three months after binge eating almost every day just because it's, you know, it's not good. It puts you into this sort of place. So the 4A, uh, the 4A method or system is literally I took my old style of what I was following and I made something that stands out. And it goes a little like this. Um, and I'll do it in order of the four pillars. The first one is you alleviate pain. So alleviation. You have to alleviate whatever's bothering you. Usually when we want to go on a diet, we want to at least change our health, change our nutrition, train more, you know, feel sexier, feel stronger and confident, have the energy to work, all that stuff, have more flow. Um, there's something there that's stopping us. It's pain, right? Whether you want to make more money, whether you want to blow your business up, um, take a vacation, it's, it's pain because you don't have it. And the first step for me is always look at someone, what is their pain, and reduce it and start working on it. And then what comes next is the second pillar, right? Which is, um, it could be either or, but I'm, I'm starting to look at it this way, is appetite. So what you're eating. You know, nutrition's not that hard to adjust in terms of, you know, because going to the gym could be like, could be scary for some people and that might not happen right away. It's a confidence thing, but changing your nutrition, um, that can be a lot easier. You know, add a salad every day, cut back on fast food, um, make sure your carbs are a bit lower, have an avocado, keep it simple, drink more water as we talked about, right? The bite size approach. And when that's set and you're starting to see how your small um, little implementation or how the implementation of these small steps benefit your life, you can then work on the third pillar, which is action. And you think action is first because you are taking action, but action as in training, exercise, getting out, getting sunlight, having fun, you know, going rock climbing or doing whatever you love. You don't have to go lift weights six days a week. I only train three days a week, honestly, because um, I don't really want to be in the gym. I'm kind of tired of it. I'd like to just be, I like to experience the feeling of being active and feeling strong in my own skin. It's my own definition. You know, someone externally Three tells days me. days a week, that's it? Yeah, what man. 12 hours there? <sighs> you know, I used to I used to be a powerlifter years ago because I've, I've tried this stuff. And, you know, the belt and the wraps and the chalk and the screaming. And, you know, it, it's fun. But you'd be in the gym for two Exactly. Like two hours minimum. And I watch my friends who do it, man. It's, it's not. I'm trying to build something here, right? So being in the gym for two hours, it just doesn't seem ethical to me. It seems more like I'm, I'm spending, I'm putting time. Um, I'm, I'm putting my time at Jeopardy's. So. Yeah, like you take action as the third pillar. And then this is where everyone messes up. And, you know, you can call me out if I'm wrong, but I really think that the first three, when I mean, we want to make a massive change, like New Year's resolutions, we jump into it and we do one of the three. We change our diet, we start training. We try to sleep more through um, alleviating pain and recovery and maybe trying to work out. And you try and you combine those, right? But then right. it doesn't stick. The habit doesn't stick. It takes what, 66 days to at least get the basics of a habit instilled in your life? And it takes 30 days to ruin a habit. So, you know, that's why when you quit smoking, the first three days, five days, great. But get past 30 first. Feel it out. See how it goes. Um, the fourth pillar is automate. And a lot of people who are in the online world, sales funnels, marketing, you know that term, automation, automate your business. But automating your lifestyle is crucial because lifestyle, to me, is every single thing that you do that makes you the person you are right now. So I talk about this on Instagram, on my stories. If you legitimately use um, a certain pair of headphones, like if you like the Bose headphones or you like the Dr. Dre Beats, that's your lifestyle. That's part of your lifestyle. You like that stuff. You know, if you like a certain microphone, like we talk about microphones. I have a certain microphone. It's part of my lifestyle. If I like to eat certain food because I love that stuff and I need it and I want it, that's part of my lifestyle. So that's what makes everybody different. And that's why we have to be individualized in the protocol and system we use for getting in shape.
So that's the, the entire system I use. A little bit of an exaggerated uh, definition, but I need to explain it this way because it makes sense when you look at it from this angle. I, I agree with you. Um, Stephen Gordon has a question. He says, I'm an arthritic mess trying to overcome the profound change in my life, nine months and counting. And he, he puts CBD question mark. So what he's basically trying to ask mm. is, if, he's an, if you are an arthritic mess out there, what do you recommend? Do you recommend CBD or, or can it be fixed by diet? Arthritic mess. Is that referring to um, arthritis? Thing? Okay, I knew it. That's a, yeah, that's a like, United yeah. States word for having arthritis. <laughs> I guess. No, and, and it, you know, the thing with, <laughs> no, no, I'm not sure I'm answering the question right. No, so like, yeah, because like I've had carpal tunnel a little different because like I used to be a hardcore gamer, all that stuff. But um, more for you, Stephen, like arthritis, it's something that you don't want to deal with. You know, joint pain, it sucks. It's inflammation. Um, CBD is great. I've used it before. I've used I a very, it. Yeah, I, uh, I have a friend who's um, bigger in like the biotech space, um, like Rife, if you know that stuff, which is kind of an under spoken topic these days, but if you know what rife means, you're awesome. All right. <laughs> but more on that later. Um, CBD, I, I would definitely use CBD. It's good. Um, I like CBD because it, it, it brings you, it calms you down, brings you to the present moment, less fear, less worry. Um, you feel a bit more mellow though. So it depends on the quality and the drip frequency, uh, the, 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 the uh, drip kind. And um, I'm not too experienced, I'll say right now up front on experimenting with CBD. I've tried it and it works. And that's the first step. But arthritis, it's one of those things that you almost have to tolerate. But on top of that, I know that through, you know, my days of watching so much Tony Robbins, or at least looking at some of his, um, his protocols, because I used to follow a lot of Tim Ferriss's, you know, morning routines, night routines, which there've been questions about. So we'll get to that too. Um, cryotherapy, I'm telling you, you want to freeze yourself in that nitrogen. Um, and it seems scary, but that will, remove arthritis just because of the, the freezing temperatures. So if anyone else has done cryotherapy, you know. I'm a huge fan of Cairo. There's a guy in San Diego. Um, there's a great Cairo center here in San Diego that I really love. Uh, it's good stuff. I really believe in that too. Yeah, because like when, yeah, because like cryotherapy, when you sit there and you freeze yourself, you know, you're experiencing like what? It's like negative 270 degrees of just fr frozenness, you know? And, you know, if, if, if you're doing it where your head's above, you know, our head is like, I don't know the number. I'm guessing like 70% of our heat source. I think the feet and the head are both responsible. But, you know, if you get your full body in there, because Tony Robbins talks about that. He goes to a whole like freezer and he just sits there for like three the minutes. Oh, with the cold, the cold plunge. Uh, they're, they're amazing. Yeah. Like cold showers. Cold showers will help you too. Oh my gosh. You talk about, I mean, just wakes you up, man. Uh, James Stewart wants to know, and again, um, Final <laughs> Jane. The Edge Radio Network. Um, it, you, you can't see the comments, but everybody listening on the radio, if you want to see the hilarity that's going on through the comments right now, Jane Stewart wants to know if Jamie um, gets mistaken for Sidney Crosby often. Of course, a Canadian would say that. She's a fellow Canadian, eh? I think she's she wants to know how much you get confused for uh, Sidney Crosby, who is the uh, center for the Pittsburgh Penguins. You know, I'm looking at him right now. I, I, I'll be honest, I've never been mistaken for him. But what I, I do get mistaken for is super. It's, like it's Clark Kent. I get called that a lot. If you, uh, Oh, I thought you were going to say a Super Mario brother. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Just going, what? My, my, I really thought time. you were about to start what? with Super Mario brother. Um, <laughs> Clark Kent. You know what? 
you do look like you're you would be make a better Superman than the last guy. And no offense, I don't know his name, but um yeah. You, well yeah, you because I, Superman. Yeah, because everyone has like if everyone knows Dave Asprey, they have these glasses, right? But I use a different pair. Ladies, keep your skirts on. No, nah, and these don't fit well. Like, that. Design right, but like these are blue light blocking glasses. But I wear these at night, and when, when I normally have my hair up, it's like people are like, "Yeah, you do look like Clark Kent." Like, it's so weird because my hairstyle is like side trimmed and you know come across. So I just have a hat on because I need a haircut. Um, <laughs> that's the lazy method, you know, like push the haircut back because you don't want to leave the house. So um, I I want to apologize to the audience today because I my brain just went elsewhere because I knew the ladies were gonna love this guy. And now, literally, you talk about the Me Too movement. You're going to have to start putting hashtag Me Too after you. Mm Because you were getting sexually harassed nonstop in the comments. Bonnie, calm down. I'm going to tell your parents on you. Bonnie is... I need a hot-looking guy to be my trainer. (laughs) (laughs) I need a hot guy to be my trainer. Let's go running. Um, I need some butt. Yeah, I'm not even going to read all this stuff. Come on, guys. This is a PG show. You guys calm down. All right. I want to know about, you said something, you said two things, actually. I want to go to social awkwardness first. Yes. So most people, and I want to, God, you guys calm down, seriously. I, these comments are killing me. Um, I'm, you're distracting me. Stop it. And that's not easy. To, that's hard to do. Not, it's, no, it's super easy to do. Okay, you said you brought up social awkwardness. And when I discussed being having massive social awkwardness, like it's so much easier for me to live behind the microphone and, and Facebook and technology for it than it is for me to go out in public. Um, and most people think I'm full of crap. And then here you are, you saying this, an attractive guy, someone that is fit, and you think that you would just be as cocky as cocky gets, right? And here you are saying you're socially awkward. Discuss that with me. Tell me what that's like. And when when would when give me a story of like social awkwardness when you were a kid growing up? Because I think that's when a lot of us feel it. And 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 it goes away for some of us, but some of us it carries on, like for myself and obviously you, because you brought it up. Tell us what it's like growing up being socially awkward. Like it's only become like a recent that I'm like this, but you know now that you like you mention it, because I was so I, like when, like when I was twelve, a, a bit younger than that, I, like I was bullied, right? You know, it just happened, right? And, and whenever you, yeah, I was, like I was actually bullied. And, you know, I look back at it now and I kind of thank them, but you know, it was tough because it made me not like myself. And as we all know, and maybe you don't know, uh, a lot of the person, it's the person we are today is because of past trauma, past experience. You know, you have something happen when you're in the early ages of development, you will run into problems when you're older unless you address it. That's why um, when people talk about empaths, chakras, a lot of people discount it. You know, I've met a lot of people, I've dated a lot of women who say, this stuff is mumbo jumbo. And I say, listen, we don't get along. Because the reality is that all these things help us recognize past patterns and help us relive it to remove it. Um, our bodies are energy from breathing, from the way we look at things, the way we listen to music. It actually influences everything from cell growth and development. It's apparently like 98% of what we experience is like what causes cancer. You know, I was talking with a friend who's like in biotech and energy and cures cancer and all other sorts of things. And it's crazy. I'm seeing the comments here. Yeah, there's many people here probably empathic and can feel emotion and can understand what people think. You know, you see someone and you can understand their feelings and they say it. You're like, how that happened. So um, social awkwardness, 
when I went online, think about it. You're working from your room. You're in a house, a condo. Maybe you rent space. You know, I've had many opportunities. I wrote a post about this yesterday. Add me on Facebook if you want to see this. I don't even know if it's public. I got to check. But I wrote about how entrepreneurship is lonely. This And you feel alone. And that creates social awkwardness because you don't go out into public. You don't go to – because for me, it's like I don't want to go to bars. I don't want to go to events. I went to, event, I went to an event last week at an entrepreneur party hosted by Paloma Lev, if you know her. She's local to me, apparently. And a uh, lovely woman. And I was awkward when I went there. And when I'm awkward, I purposely push out an extrovert status because I'm also introvert. And I had to be this person. And then I realized it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be myself. And then I realized that I'm not socially awkward. I'm just not experienced with going out of the house. But when I was younger, going back to that, I was bullied. I was uh, shamed by people. There's a lot of guilt. And when you're a kid, you don't understand this stuff. Maybe millennials these days do because they're a lot more intelligent and we just have to accept that. But the reality is um, when we're younger, we're not really um, generating joy once we go through an experience like that. Kids, no. kids, like you tell a, like you tell a kid to be an airplane, boom, they'll be an airplane. And they'll do it for hours, right? It's hilarious. You tell an adult, they'll, like, do it for, like, they'll be like, what? <laughs> well, we're a little different, I suppose. And maybe, you know, the viewers are too. <laughs> but, like, how many of us act like kids? We're all trying to be these, like, serious people, which is fine. We have to be. That's how the world works. But when you look down at it, we're really just children. You break it all down on the inside. So um, the more you act that way, the better. But, you know, bullied when, when I was uh, 12 years old. And then um, going into hardcore gaming, I played World of Warcraft for four years, and I was seriously, if you played that game, I was like top 1% of the game in the original days, and I was hardcore, playing seven hours a day after after uh, after school. Wow. I guess high school, and then not really, you know, being social with people. I was not liked in school. I was not loved. I was not appreciated, you know. I look at women who were attractive. I liked them. I had crushes on them. And I would not be able to talk to them because I would just have this awkwardness. And a lot of guys go through this when we're younger. And surprisingly, the same thing happens to women. It's an ego trip. And we don't get this stuff because we're young. And back in my days, I'm not that old, 26. Yeah, we back in your day. Back in my day. Like, we're not taught about it. That's the Dude, problem. You don't even know what a cassette player is. I don't want to hear it. Actually, I do. <laughs> what? Is that a Canadian thing? Sorry, Canada. I'm just kidding. Uh, okay. Yeah, Canada. Um, I've actually been mistaken for American, Italian, and um, Persian. That helps. So, not so much Canadian. I'm actually half British, but um, funny wait, enough. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, what is that? Wait, say that again. I've been mistaken for American. No, no, no. Italian. After that, what you are? What's your I'm nationality? Half, half British, and then I'm just Canadian. On the other half. Oh. Yeah, I know. Um, little yeah, side trick. Yeah, Persian. Oh. Yeah, a little bit. But okay, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to interrupt. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Sorry. My, yeah. So no, my point is that being socially awkward. If you're socially awkward, overcoming, you just got to throw yourself out there, and it's hard because if you have anxiety, if you suffer from depression-like symptoms, it's difficult. You know, I see people talk about and make videos about how to handle anxiety and depression, and I'm thinking, yeah. So it's it's not that easy, but um, the truth is, you just got to generate joy in your own world. You have to create self-love. You know, it's like wanting someone in your life in a relationship. Is it you want it or do you need it? If you need it, you're basically telling yourself, I don't love myself. <laughs> Think about it. Because if you want something, it's a little different. Needing something means like you need it or else you're going to die. But when you want something, it's just because you want to feel it because you're already stable. So um, self, uh, like, the, the, like the awkwardness, I cured it just by 
being more social. I quit the gaming. I went out when I was, you know, almost 18 and or 17 and started meeting friends, building social circles. You know, who else here has their top 100 list? Right. It's a big topic. You know, 100 people you talk to a month. I have like 200 people I interact with because those people complete me. And I try to get out as much as I can. I try to get on calls like this, interviews, because it's part of the process. You want to talk. You want to get your story out. And it just feels good to let out the energy. And that's how I basically cured this problem. So I, it would be life would be so much easier. I I used to think that we had to go through like kids had to be you know picked on and go through awkward stages and get teased. And like I used to believe that that was part of the process. And that's what made us better. That's what gave us drive. But I have a friend um, named Gianluca Gibbons. I, I had the pleasure of interviewing him. I heard him speak, and he's a visionary speaker. And he's he's in his like young, young he's like 22, 23 years old. He's an artist, and he has never really gone through anything negative in his life, and that just frustrates me. And it's I never believed in my wildest dreams somebody that has not been through hell could motivate me, but the truth is. He he told the story about a pirate ship and it's great. And I'm I, I I'm not going to go into the entire story, but the point of his story was, and he was trying to build a pirate ship to float in the ocean in the middle of the desert. But no one ever told him no. No one ever told him no. You can't build a pirate ship. They always said you can do anything that you want. That was always fed to him. He never had a sense of negativity around him. And yet, and he's 23 years old, and he is changing the world. He doesn't have drama. He doesn't have drug addiction. He doesn't have anger. He doesn't have, he doesn't have any of that stuff. Why our society does not teach to love and care and, and encourage and breathe life into all beings is freaking mind-blowing to me because we could really change the, like the world would be such a, an amazing place if we just breathe life into kids, no matter what they look like, who they loved, what they, where they came from. Like just to encourage people to live the life that they're supposed to live like that. that and, and knowing that it's OK to have hope. It's everyone has hope. You all have a gift beating that in kids heads, because now we have adults that are watching the show on Facebook Live. And we have people listening on the Edge Radio Network and on Spreaker all over the world. We have adults that have are have no clue what their purpose is. They have no idea what joy is. They cannot know. They don't even know where to go search it. Because for years they've been picked on, for years they've been abused, for years they've been suppressed and held back and kept from living like any type of joyful life. And it's so, it sucks. It sucks. Like we have failed kids. I failed my kids. And, 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 and like, and now this is why everybody needs therapy. Because we're not mentoring the youth to, 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 to understand what it's like to have a normal conversation. We took recess away from kids. Kids don't go out and play and socialize anymore. God, I'm going on a rant. Anyway, we got to fix this. We got to change it. And it's got to start like people like yourself that are starting young. Like you got it figured out before all hell broke loose. And that's, that's, that's amazing because all, all hell could have broke loose for you. But we got to do a better job working with kids and, and, and breathing life into them and helping them out of these situations. Because I think a lot of these social issues that we have and these problems that we have, I think they're manufactured by just the world that we live in because of the crap we're exposed to. Sorry, I had to do that rant real quick. No, don't be sorry. See, that's another thing, too. Just do it. You know, like I, I talk to so many people who say sorry 
And uh, I was with a woman yesterday um, I'm seeing, and uh, it's the truth. But because, um, like, dating's hard. Dating's been difficult, you know? You know how hard dating is at 26? I meet people, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, and it's not the fact that, the, the, like, there's something wrong with them. It's the fact that they're not happy. And the expectation is they're juggling three guys, four guys, and I know about it. I'm like, you're not going to find that in one guy. You're going to be juggling this constant act of I'm never fulfilled, I'm never happy, blah, blah, blah. And it's you got to make a choice. Everyone has their baggage, everyone has their flaws, and everyone's going through an uphill battle. You know, entrepreneurship is not a straight line. We know it's like this squiggly fly around, get stuck in the bog thing, and then, you know, then you make it. And your success is not defined by having a Lamborghini, by not um, having a mansion, by living on the beach and talking about how you can make, you know, six-figure incomes and get to seven. It's You can do that stuff. I can do that stuff here. In the summer, I had a six-figure based uh, monthly income like that. And then I realized I'm doing it for the money. So I stopped, you know, lost like 5K in contracts and, you know, repositioned myself because I don't, I do not want to do it for money because when I get to a higher point, I'm not going to be happy. For kids who are trying to become something greater, there's a lot more ways to make it better now because I believe um, the educational system has failed. And funny enough that you bring that up, I'm speaking to a high school I got asked to um, about personal training and how I took my career to the next level. It's like 30 people. It's a start because I want to do speaking gigs at corporations and companies um, because honestly, I think people just have let themselves go. Um, and it's okay if that's happened to you and you're listening. It's just part of life. You know, if things get in the way and I get it, um, I have my struggles too. Uh, which hold me back. It's just reality. We all have struggles and you have to accept it. But, you know, everyone is stuck not feeling happy. The world is designed to make us feel negative. Like, go look at the news. I go to the gym. I look at like the news channel here uh, up here in Canada. And I'm like, death, murder, this, that, war. And then I look at like statistics that the world is actually, you know, not as violent and, you know, aggressive or whatever it is as it used to be years ago, like decades ago. And I'm thinking, then why are the news coming? It's just a whole like conspiracy thing. But I'm thinking... Okay, so we got to cut out the clutter. We got to filter and put on our glass, like screen this stuff, and literally just do what makes us happy. You know, yeah. it's okay to do what you love. It's okay to do things. And to be upfront with you, I had to pivot and change my direction. I talked about a six-figure uh, income. I was at a couple great months where I was hitting like like big numbers, and then I I was like, I don't want this. You know, it's it's good work. It's just I don't want to feel like I'm hustling all the time. You know, I love working 30 to 40, like 35 hours a week. And if I have to go into overdrive mode, then I flick the switch. I chug the coffee. You know, I take the pre-workout. I do the right things. By the way, this stuff's great. I'll talk about Wait, that. show it. I got to see it. Uh, this is the, um, so this is where I'm getting into. Um, this is Kino Body Nutrition. It's a fitness company okay. uh, here in Toronto. Um, I work with one of their partner companies, and this is where I'm getting to because I change directions. I do many other things now because being a coach, being a trainer, I've mastered that. You know, I know how to fix bodies. I can get people in shape. I can do all that jazz. I don't really have to explain it. But, you know, I've had, I have all these other things that I love. And this ties into what you spoke about. When I talk to people on calls, sales calls, just influencer calls, just talking to people, you know, it's not about selling. It's all about hard closing people. It's what do you envision for yourself? And what kind of system do you have set up in your life that allows you to live the way you want? I was mentored by this by a client of mine who, um, use the system similar to this to build his lifestyle. And it changed me, like it, it completely changed me. So I give credit to him, but he sat me down and said, Jamie, what are your four pillars to life? It could be four, it could be five, whatever you want. He told me his, and I sat there and I'm like, what are the four things that make me tick? And this has nothing to do with my method that I talked about earlier. This is my own type of like system. And I thought, well, I love being active. So activity is important. I love training and eating. So activity can include all that. 
Uh, I definitely enjoy um, meeting people and trying to break social awkwardness and, you know, having relationships with women. Um, so relationships, that's two. And third, I'm thinking, I love, you know, I used to be a web, I used to do websites and web dev and, you know, creative arts. And I currently build sites for fitness trainers and uh, coaches who just don't want to do it. You know, click funnels, sales pages, landing pages. Um, if you go to my website, you'll see more. I did all that stuff. But um, creativity, I love being creative, and innovative. I love building things. I love putting things together. And that's three pillars. I'm like, cool, activity, relationships, and, and uh, sorry, activity, relationships, and creativity. But then I'm like, what else can I do? Well, I'm an entrepreneur. I love traveling. I went on six vacations last year. Um, I love freedom. And freedom means not working all day, not meaning yeah. your business owns you. And it will happen at some point. You know, I'm currently doing three different things right now because I just am experimenting with what I really love. And, you know, that's why I got I started working with this other company to help them with their video editing, because I've always done YouTube. I've always done my podcast, 20, actually 27 episodes now. They're not all live, but um, I love editing. I love filming. I love being creative that way. So why not help companies in my space do that? And I went on board with a company, a holistic health company, nutraceutical company. And now I'm helping them with their video content. And it's teaching me a thing. I think we all have to realize that it's about what we love, what we envision, and then experimenting until we find the one thing that works. And it's the same thing with fitness. You know, it, you don't just do it for a week and then quit. You show up and you have fun with it, you know? Yeah. And that can mean just going to the gym and training for four weeks and seeing what happens, tracking progress and doing what you want to do without feeling like the world's judging you. If someone looks at you, look at it as if they're actually recognizing you as somebody who's doing something great. You know, I go to the gym sometimes and I feel like I'm being looked at by everybody. I see people doing heavy weights and all the stuff that I used to do back when I was like a power lifter and strength training. And I was like, wow, you know, I remember those days, but then I realized I'm in my own, I'm in my own lane. I'm swimming in my own lane, doing my own thing. And it doesn't matter what everyone externally is doing. It's what I'm doing because I know I look good. I know I feel good. I'm confident, sexy. I generate joy every day. I meditate on that. I journal everything, you know, I don't do gratitude, actually, affirmations as much, but um, it's just a, my own belief system. And like, shake. yeah, I know. Right. Well, I do sit there and laugh and shake my arms with the helps. It's a good energy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was taught that by a coach of mine. Uh, it's a funny story. But, you know, it's like you I, I found basically the puzzle pieces and I connected them as I spilled my coffee. And it's it's like everything's worked out now. I'm doing what I love. I feel joy. Everything in my life is working for me. But if it's not working for you, it's a matter of looking at what, like defining, what are your four pillars? What are the four things that make you feel great? It, it doesn't have to be freedom. It doesn't have to be activity. It can be evolution. It can be, um, it, it can be love. It can be anything you want, right? And that way, when I did this, my life became far much greater. Because I'd look at them, I'd say, cool, there's all these, because on my wall here, I have like a, you know, I have like a flip chart paper thing here with like, you know, four by, like two by two grid. And I put stickies on what I'm doing for each month, uh, goals or stretch goal, all that stuff for each area. I'm like, what am I doing that gives me that experience? So for freedom, I don't have too much there. So I book some trips, relationships, sure. no dates. Okay, I have a date or I'm seeing this, doing that, meet 10 people. I actually have to get on three podcasts, be interviewed by three people. Now we're here. So perhaps by doing this, by writing the goals, we make things happen. So that's the magic behind this thing. And I won't talk about the creativity boundary or the, the creativity block. It's just full of stickies because it's just nonstop. But yeah, um, long answer. Hopefully I didn't bore anybody. But this is what I've done to literally generate joy and be on top of everything.
So I want you to do something real quick. Um, Breathe. No, 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 no. I actually, when this is over, I want you to put the name of the company um, in the comments, please. And if you're listening on the Edge Radio Network, you can check this out at Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude or just look up Joshua T. Berglund. Um, you'll find it. You'll see the comments. You'll be able to see the link uh, in the in the website or in the comment section. Um we are with Jamie Noodleman and just uh, really interesting stuff. Guys, if you're watching on Facebook and you think this information is helpful, uh, please share the video or tag somebody. Um, we all look, I mean, we all have our thing with health, you know, either we're just not, you know, not, we don't take care of it. We're trying to, we're scared. We all have a relationship with health one way or another. Um, and, and I think that the information that Jamie's providing is extremely valuable um, I mean, the comments here, Jane says, Jamie's amazing. Um, Sandy Griffin is full of typos today. <laughs> um, but she said, oh, Sandy says, looking like the Hulk is not impressive to me. Just being happy, healthy, ambitious is way more attractive. Love that. Uh, you guys also can add Jamie on Facebook. Um, Jamie, really quick. So I'm, um, I really appreciate you being on the show today. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a draft. Do you know what a giraffe is? Like you know, the a zoo? No, oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Giraffe so, giraffe. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a giraffe, and um, you cannot give it away, and you cannot sell it. What are you gonna do with it? Well, it's not my ideal choice of pet. I like capybaras, but giraffe—they have long necks. I'm envious of that. I want a longer neck. Oh no, I just pet it. I actually ride it. I'd ride the giraffe. He, he my, he's he's my car. He's my new car. That's it. I'm gonna be on the streets with my uh, my giraffe, having fun. <laughs> oh man, Jamie, I would love to have you back on the show. Unfortunately, our time is coming to an end. Um, yep. But you've been you've been fantastic. I really enjoyed the insight. Um, I'm actually gonna pick up your book because I'm I, I really have to start trying to wean myself off of uh, caffeine as much as possible and. And just uh, I'm, I'm in this process of eating more vegan like I'm like 80 nice. percent there. Um, but I'm definitely going to pick up your book. I, anything I can do to support you, my man. Uh, you've been fantastic. You thank you so much for being on the show and definitely would love to have you uh, back again. Yeah, um, honestly, I could have gone for hours on this stuff because it's what I live for. Um, if you've been listening, feel free to add me on Facebook. Uh, Please do. Spark up a conversation. Honestly, um, I'll get back to you at some point. It's just I'm flooded like always. It's just what. You're doing, yeah. you're doing great things, man. And and again, that's why I would love to have you back on because there's there's about 15 things that we didn't get to that I'd like to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have you on again. But again, I really am grateful that you came on the show, man. Yeah, of course. I I, I appreciate it. This is one of my goals. Um, you know, I do my own podcast. I want to bring uh, I want to bring myself to other other you know influencers who are killing it and have an audience and just really share. It's not about views. It's not about you know come download my lead magnet, come learn about me. If anyone wants to like learn about me, you just message me. That, that's what I want people to do because I feel like relationship building is the key. It's not about this whole secret selling process. For me, it's just give people an answer, listen to them, guide them, help them, free value. That's, it's, it's really just what I do because it's, it's helped me and I promise you it'll help you too. So um, without further ado, that's me. <laughs> well, you have a but you've you've j- gained a bunch of friends today, um, yeah. and uh, but you did a fantastic job. Thank you for being on the show, and we'll see you very soon, man. Yes, sir. Thank you.
Thank you very much, man. Man, that's interesting stuff, right? I mean, everyone has their different takes on diets and nutrition, but that was a fresh take. I like that. I like the attitude um, that he has, and I like really what he's about. He's somebody that I've been watching for, God, I think my friend Brian introduced us about a month and a half ago. Um, just he's doing terrific stuff. So you guys w- go at him on Facebook. Um, you know how much I hate the word follow, but you know, add him or <laughs> hit that button that allows you to watch what he does. Um, he's a great guy. And he, there's a lot of good information there. Um, I, so I want to go back over this Marco Polo thing. I've got five minutes before the show ends, but, um, I really want you guys to download the Marco Polo app. And the reason why is because you can do all of this. I don't even, you, you can literally video video yourself talking, right? And you can send somebody a message. How many, and I want to know, thank you, Brian. How many of you have struggled on interviews? Or I'm sorry, when you, when you send your girlfriend or boyfriend or your husband or your cousin or your brother a text, a friend, and you're being sarcastic, but yet the text makes it look like you're a butthole. I do it all the time. Like, I do it. I'm the worst because I'm directly to the point. Even when I send even when I send emails, when I send emails, I'm just to the point because I'm, I'm like, I'm busy and, 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 and it's the mess. And then if, if I don't, you know this, if you've called me and we don't have a scheduled call, my voice is like, hello, 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 hello. I'm just, I'm, I, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. And you could be my mother. Like, if for some reason, it's, if I'm focused on what I'm doing, it, it's a mess. So I've been using, yeah, Karen, I see it. Right, yeah. See, Brian, you're guilty too. Steven, you're guilty. Jane. All right. See, so you guys get it. It's 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 I'm I don't mean to be rude. It's just that I'm focused. I'm in this creative flow, and then my phone rings and and then ugh, it breaks it. Like it breaks my focus, it breaks my concentration, or I'm in the middle of an idea and my phone rings. And then it just irritates me. And, and it's not your fault. It's just that you didn't call me at a scheduled time and, and where I could focus and give you my attention. And then, so my friend, Matt Schaefer, who does the world's, I love his Facebook live on Monday night. It's, it's fantastic. Um, but he, he turned me on to this app and it's amazing because now I don't have to, my, I can actually see my mom won't text me back though, but I can send my mom messages and say, hi, mommy. I love you. Have a good day. And she gets to see my bright, smiling face when I do it. By the way, Marco Polo, you need to sponsor this show. Anyway, because I'm obsessed with your app. So I want to do a contest. I want to do a contest where you guys go on Marco Polo. Oh, Glenn, look, Glenn just added it. So I'm going to right now, mom. So I'm talking to my mom right here. Hi, mommy. I love you. We're live on the air. But I just wanted to tell you I love you very, very much, and I'm very grateful for all you've done for me. Have a great day. That's it. I just did that on the phone, right? Used uh, Haytel, but I can't see you on Haytel. I can see this. So the contest is this. Because I know you guys are obsessed. I've got skincare and I've got CBD. It's up to you. But the end of each show, I mean, I want you guys to send these in today. Tomorrow, we'll start the contest next week. 
but start sending in. If you need my phone number, I'll send you the information. If you want to participate this and you want to share what you're grateful for, we'll play it on the show. And then that the, you guys will pick a winner and we're going to pick a winner every day the following show. So if that makes sense and sounds fun, what I want to do is, one, I want to interact with you guys because seeing your written word is, you know, I mean, it's great. I love I love the interaction. I love the comments. I love the shares. I love all that stuff. But I want you guys to get engaged in the show and the Edge Radio Network the same way. I want you guys to down, you go to my Facebook, figure out this, con, you know, this contest and, 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 and my number and how to reach me. And then we're going to do this contest. And I want to have winners because I want to help spread the gratitude. And then I want you guys to see what other people are grateful for. What do you think about that? Is that a good idea? If you like that idea, thumbs up. Uh, a great idea. You're a genius, Josh. Something like that. I thought about that when I was half asleep. But that's why. And then I went immediately to Facebook to type it in before I forgot because that's where all the clever stuff happens. But anyway, I would love for you guys to do this. Now, Obviously, I'm putting myself at risk of this contest is falling flat on its face and nothing happening. But I believe in you guys. I believe that you are all about the gratitude. And I believe you like to win free stuff. So I want to give a shout out to SoCo Cannabis Creations. Thank you guys for sponsoring the show. Um, oh, one thing. I read this. I'm going to read you my devotional. You know why I'm going to do it? Because this is my show and I can do it. So... I read this today, and I thought it was great, so I'm going to read it to you. It's not overly religious, so calm down, people. Um, when we talk about the call of God, we often forget the most important thing, namely the nature of him who calls. There are many things calling each of us today. Some of these calls will be answered, and others will not even be heard. The call is the expression of the nature of the one who calls, and we can only recognize the call if that same nature is in us. The call of God is the expression of God's nature, not ours. God providentially weaves the threads of his call through our lives, and only we can distinguish them. It is the threading of God's voice directly to us over a certain concern, and it is useless to seek another person's opinion on it. Our dealings over the call of God should be kept exclusively between ourselves and him. The call of God is not a reflection of my nature. My personal desires and temperament are no consideration. As long as I dwell on my own qualities and traits and think about what I am suited for, I will never hear the call of God. But when God brings me into the right relationship with himself, I will be in the same condition as Isaiah was. Isaiah was so attuned to God because of the great crisis he had just endured that the call of God penetrated his soul. The majority of us cannot hear anything but ourselves, and we cannot hear anything God says. But to be brought to the place where we can hear the call of God is to be profoundly changed. Let me hear your voice. That is my prayer. I am willing beyond all expression to hear you, to perceive you, to be thrilled with your presence. Okay, see, that wasn't too bad. All right, guys, I love you guys. Um, thank you so much for listening on the Edge Radio Network. Uh, thank you guys, Facebook audience. You guys, you guys are my people. I love you. I love you guys. Have an awesome day. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Pacific. Thank you so much for joining us. And where's my music at? We'll play some music to get out of here.
Oh, this is a jam. Feel like music sounds better with you. You guys are the best. So much love for you. Could not do any of this without you guys. We're not stopping. We're going to make it happen. Love you. For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro colored bark mulch from the Home Depot. Now three bags for just nine bucks. It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden, not to mention your spring. Bring on spring color with Vigoro colored bark mulch. Three bags, nine bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 60 per customer. Color selection varies by store.